0: America, my name is Arami Yosef I come to you live every Thursday about this time. But I'm trying to do a free game show on Monday, where I just kind of help people work through their relationships a little bit. And I want to give you a little bit of, of um, kind of insights into how to deal with your probably girlfriends, but your partner's friends, because that turns out to be an issue. Because if you like me, are not conventionally attractive, but like not bad looking, but you still have opinions and think you should talk. Um, that might be a problem, not necessarily for the girl. You're kind of trying to, build a relationship with, but for all of their friends, because, especially if their friends are liberals, because you know, like liberalism does to every other institution, it screws up friendships too. When, and when you insert that kind of liberalism into friendship, it's just a bunch of people gassing each other up, telling each other what they want to hear. Um, so that they don't get dropped. Right. So. You know, a lot of friendships, especially friendships among liberals are just especially friendship among liberal women. If there's no like common project where they can be held accountable to performing is just them telling each other, what they want to hear mixed with a little bit of competition and their own anxiety. And that's like kind of a morass. So it's already hard enough to kind of, you know, date someone and, you you know, try to woo them as much as that's a thing. But then you also have to deal with all of their friends. And sometimes you have to deal with all their friends as in like, you have to like, take out their friends because their friends are going to be the problem. Right? So why is this like, I remember and so this is especially bad, I think with women in their mid 20s, liberal women in their mid 20s, right? Are some of the kind of like, Unknowingly ignorant humans on like on the planet, other people like know that they're bad, but these these people will be awful and not know it so like it's a, it's a it's a unself consciousness and it's not, kind of not their fault because as they were girls, like everyone's nice to girls, so they don't know that like you know uh, people are nice to girls and want to protect girls like as little girls. So like, they don't know that there's stuff to do and that they're expected to do it and they can be held accountable if they don't do it. And then as they get become young women from 18 to, you know, 30, people want to sleep with them. So everyone's nice to them. So at no point in time are people not nice to them and they might not realize that other people don't have it as good. And then they have a world that's telling them that they're victims. And so pretty much don't take, don't like, if you have any sort of relationship advice from like a woman in her twenties, if if she's like moderately attractive and definitely if she's liberal, might just be garbage. It might just be trash because they don't know anything about how to like work for relationships or non ideal relationships. So, um, so, so all of. You know, I, I, you know, dating girls in that time. And what I would find is that there'd be a certain set of friends who like considered themselves feminists, but also were like tracked to marry a wealthy guy. (laughs) And um consider themselves like super liberal but also like we're not particularly deep or imaginative and were really self-involved and they would just kind of send like spend time around each other just kind of telling each other how awesome they are in their kind of non-obviously predictable lives and they all had they would like no matter what girl i was dating they would all have problems with me as being, cause I was like, you know, I was a mouthy black guy dating their friend who their friend liked me inexplicably, maybe I have other virtues. Um, and so they, their friend would like me and then they would be kind of horrified that their friend would like me because when they met me, they would just see, well, here's a guy who's not looking like he's gonna, um, you know, he's not particularly nice to you. Cause I'm not particularly nice to anyone. I'm, I'm actually, I'm usually particularly nice to the person I am dating as a particular, because I like them as like a, you know, as an individual, but I'm not going to be particularly nice to their friends. I'm just kind of regularly cordial. And, you know, as I said about white women in that demographic, they're not used to people just not treating them special, especially if I'm not at work, right? So like, let's say I'm working a regular black guy job. You know, at the time, I was probably working at a bookstore, working at a grocery store, working security somewhere, just a regular black guy job where your job is just to be nice to someone. In my social time, I'm not going to be particularly nice to white girls. (laughs) I'm not going to be particularly nice to anybody because that's my own time. If my job is being nice to you on the job then when i'm not on the job i'm not going to be you're just gonna get like regular me which is actually rather charming it's just not particularly nice um but since i was dealing with like i said that that group of 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 women in their 27 you know in their mid-20s and they really just feel like they they're not used to people not being particularly nice to them but yet they feel like the world and their feelings matter, they have authority for them, because they don't actually think through these things. Um, the world has been nice to them their whole lives, while telling them that they're like victims and oppressed. So me, I, I just I, I just automatically assumed I was an abuser. And this, my life became a lot easier and made much more manageable. Once I stopped trying to not portray myself as an abuser. Um, because if you spend all of your life trying to prove yourself as someone who's not abusive, that's like a lot of chi. And so I realize, that as long as I know that I'm not abusive, <laughs> I'm just going to let other people just kind of assume I'm abusive. Um, and that's just going to be, that's going to be a them problem. Like there'll never be any evidence. Cause like, I'm not, I'm, I'm actually like i'm 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 a perfectly lovely human being. I'm not much different in real life than I am here, but you can imagine some people watching this get a little bit of hot when I say what I say. You can imagine that in real life um you know fifteen years ago, and you know I was working some of this out, and uh you know your friend is dating me, and they're like, oh, 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 oh. and and i i I would not. So their friends hated me. My girlfriend's friends pretty consistently hated me. Now, mind you, I was out there trying to do Lord's work, trying to like negotiate a good relationship with the, the women I was dating and, you know, trying to like think through like where we go further and like be responsible, moderately responsible in all of this way. I had my issues cause like I was, you know, a guy in my twenties, but nothing particularly man, nothing particularly bad, but pretty consistently my girlfriend's friends hated me because they didn't know how one quietly classist and conservative they are and two, how right I was about so many things. Like I look back now and, um, you know, my wife and I uh, joke about this right now. Turns out I was right about a lot of things, especially about like what relationships mean and how to raise good kids. Like all of those, all, all of those friends are in like way kind of dysfunctional relationships. There's so much money that it almost doesn't matter, but like, and their kids are either awful to completely forgettable, as in like, <laughs> like their kids will live and die and nobody will care because they're completely indistinguishable from other kids and they're not really gonna contribute to the world other than like, like, and, and so, so i was at the time you know when we were all in our 20s i was thinking you know i think in order to raise a be a family you have to do this and kind of think through these ways and deal with these kinds of problems kind of the stuff i talk about on on my show now it's more fine now but before you know i was kind of just reading and the wealthy liberal friends would just kind of laugh at me and, you know, assume that they kind of knew better with their therapists and their pills and their overweightness. And here I am just a guy who runs a few miles a day, you know, works a nine to five job and reads books at the time. Um, given all of the and like, yeah, and didn't come from any family money. I was just a regular guy. Um, but I was mouthy um you know telling all of these women why they were wrong about things and you know these women are obese or like on a pill or if they're white they're all at celiac or gluten allergies and like all of these issues that the, the friends of the girls i was dating always had um you know whether they're bourgeois black or um or white liberals like these friends were just always awful and i could foresee in the relationships that they would either be awful partners i would not date any of my any of my exes or my wife's friends i think that's mostly true i I, you know i might have to go through a catalog or they're definitely going to be awful parents because most people are awful parents and this class especially liberals i think liberals are the worst parents in america conservatives might be better parents if for no other reason not because they're more thoughtful but because they have a tradition so that they don't have to think but liberals throw out the tradition and are still unserious about like the work of parenting so like they're just the worst parents in america their kids are going to be monsters and then they're going to make excuses about how they're monsters kids and you know they'll be rich enough to like spend me mom papa's inheritance that they're going to get from their wealthy parents on uh on rehab or like maybe they'll like you know make enough money at their job to pay for their bad parenting. But I was like, I could see the future of all of these people and say like, you're going to be, you guys are bad at relationships and you're going to, going to be bad at like raising families in all of these predictable ways. And, um, and, and I can tell it's cause you're bad at even friendships. You're not even a pretty, particularly good friend. You're not a particularly good friend because you don't see my virtues as the boyfriend of your friend. Um, which means you just have like dicey judgment, but like, I can understand, but like you actually just give bad advice, like, like you're kind of hypocritical and like inconsistent and incoherent in your advice to yourself. So, um, and you know, they're completely ignorant about how, and since they're liberals, they're, their relationships were all tied to like telling each other what they wanted to hear because it's kind of a market mentality. And, and, uh, you know, I'm a philosopher, so like, I just kind of talk to people about the truth and kind of work through the truth. And since I didn't tell them what they wanted to hear, they assumed that I was, you know, abusive, which, you know, telling people the truth could seem like abuse, it's what killed Socrates, right? But it's also the truth And, and these obnoxious, obnoxious friends and, and it's unfortunate because there's a culture and nobody, by the time you could be a 27 year old. And nobody's ever told you the truth. A 27 year old woman, God get told the truth. The world doesn't really cater to guys like opinions of themselves in the same way, especially working class guys, especially working class black guys. But like these white women, I felt bad for them. Some of them, because like, apparently nobody in their life actually like told them the truth about, or at least their true opinion about the state of play in their life. Right. And so, um, I was seen as, um, not particularly congenital cause uh, congenial because I didn't, uh, you know, spend the entire time with them telling them how awesome and great their decision-making is. And I'm like, well, you know, like, uh, maybe you drink too much, maybe you're overweight, maybe like, but I'm a guy who doesn't drink. And like, like I said, I run three miles a day. So (laughs) at the time, you know, I was, I was in the gym a lot, so I, I Now I run distances before it's more in the gym and I just kind of ran sparingly. But anyway, so here I was like a working class teetotaler. That means I don't drink or do drugs. Um, um, who's kind of fitness conscious telling a bunch of like overweight professional class women that they might be screwing up their lives through overindulgence or like suggesting it because I'm pretty sure it's true. And like, you know. 15 years later, some have been through rehab, some are screwing up their kids, some have aged their significant others, um, through putting up through their nonsense. And, you know, I was just kind of right, but I wouldn't really put it in their face until it was starting to screw up my relationship. And I, for a while, I just kind of let it play out. I was like, well, okay. Every time she hangs out with her friends, she comes back like worse, almost objectively. and i'll just kind of let it play out because i don't want to be one of these guys who tells you not to talk to your friends but then it was really starting to like screw up our relationship and kind of screw up my like kind of you know career aspirations because you know we're being fianced or like the relationship would be more serious and um so i just had to i just had to take them out i you know so i wrote a but an email where I and it was very public because so, it was a group email where I was like, say, all right, so your problem is blank, your problem is blank, your problem is blank, your problem is blank. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> these are all the reasons why you're both bad, like as particular friends, but also how you might screw up your own relationship. So like maybe you want to think about that before you just hand out um horrible advice. So like I, I had to actually like ether all of her f- friends in order to just kind of like shut them up and be more humble about the kind of nonsense that they were spewing. Um, and you know, it turns out, like I said, it turns out I was right. When I do this, there's always a danger that I could be wrong, but I, you know, I try to think through a lot of things and I'm going to be more right than people who just kind of go with cliches and make no mistake. You can make a lot of money going with cliches in these United States and you know a lot of these women had made their life like on the cliche either the feminist cliche or the traditional cliche or the church cliche or whatever the cliche or all of them put together the liberal cliche all of them like well just kind of this kind of cliche written and since the world is actually pretty nice to to women up until they become invisible at about 50, the world, or, or like it's pretty nice to them because either they just protect them or they wanna sleep with them. Like nobody had like told them the truth about how they're awful at all of their relationships, except me. And that was just out of a matter of self preservation since I had to like stop them from being, from screwing up my relationships, all Right, And so I'm just saying this is, a, this video is a green light for you. If you think you have to take out your partner's friends, as in like, not take them out and wine and dine them. Don't try to woo them because like, yeah, that's never going to work. Um, like they're, they're going to be mercenaries anyway. And so you just might have to take them out as in like, you know, figuratively, um, take them down a few pegs because like, they're just bad friends. Liberals are bad friends because the market incentives doesn't incentivize good friendship. Right. And if you're a non-conventional guy, you're, you're gonna be seen as, you know, abusive, or they're gonna play out some sort of fantasy of their patriarchal, um, parent who, I don't know. I like, I don't, I don't know. I just know that don't take relationship advice from liberals, women in their twenties, because they don't know anything about, they don't know enough about relationships or about the world. Uh, the world opens up for anyone except like their oppressed self. So just give them their pussy hat and let them go all on their way um, and try to like be very, be very, very suspicious. Let them wear their pants suit or whatever. Uh, be very, very suspicious of like the quality of advice So about advice from like family to friendship to whatever. And like, you don't really realize how bad these women are at all institutions until they become older. And now they're raising kids and their kids are awful. And they don't know why but it was always because they had like dubious content, and they were always self absorbed. But if you've been self absorbed for your first 35 years, you're not going to suddenly become a good parent. (laughs) Like If a liberal is self absorbed in the liberalism that and like networks of liberalism of women gassing themselves up, it's not like they become selfless, like competently selfless at 35 when they now have to like collaborate with a partner or like raise a kid. So you just end up with bad parents. And I just foresaw accurately how many of these people were going to be, you know, bad parents and bad spouses giving, you know, the women I was dating bad advice about how to like, how I was wrong about what it takes to be a parent and spouse. I'm just saying I was right. Look, a lot of them are rich. They'll just buy their money out of their mediocre kids. They'll buy their way out of their mediocre kids. They can buy better drugs and better therapy and, and all of that stuff. The um, better rehab for their, for, their, for their kids or like try to, I don't know, but um, I was just kind of right. And I was also right to tell all of them that they were wrong so that they would like leave our relationship alone, all right? So be careful of, of The friends, if you're watching this and you know, you're thinking about. How to manage your significant others, your partners, your girlfriends, your fiance's, your wife's friends, just know that at some point in time, you might have to have the hard conversation with your wife or your girlfriend, or significant other, or all of the friends that they are idiots. (laughs) You could set them like you can. Idiots. Hurtling down the road to a quality of either degradation or mediocrity that that uh, shouldn't be reproduced in the lives of others, right? So, you know, you could either set them down, and have that conversation, you can sit them down and have this conversation. you could have them watch this video. And, you know and then have a conversation about this video about how wrong I am, or just about how right I am about the, the, the friends of liberal girls being the worst friends and advice givers about relationships in like the history of man. But there's no accountability with, there's no accountability for them being profoundly bad about advice. (laughs) Um, because you know if you kind of gas these women up and they screw up their kids I, there's just like the the, the the liberalism shields accountability in all institutions including families and relationships and friendships in a way that like it's just is just is is gross and markedly irresponsible so be careful of your significant other's friends. They just might be full of bad advice and have a vested interest in actually, Misery Loves Company, in bringing your significant others, um, uh, make, leading her to lead a bad decision, right? So, um, maybe I'll do a different video on about how to be a good, maybe that, you know what? I'm gonna balance this next week with a free game about how to be good about your friends' partners, right? And there's a quality of humility that goes with that, how to be good about your friends' partners in a way that, that you don't understand that, that like most people don't understand. And, um, I was, you know, I was just shocked about the casualness with which friends give girlfriends in their twenties, give other girlfriends in their twenties, bad advice. But then I think the whole relationships under liberalism is based on just telling other people what they want to hear. So that's just, and like, it's slightly mercenary, right? So it's not only that they were surprised that I had the audacity to be like fit working class and smart. It's that I would expect. I wasn't going to fit into their class dynamic of someone who just like would pay for everything and kiss the woman's butt. Like I don't kiss women's butt. I don't kiss women's butt. I don't think that's healthy for women. I don't think that's healthy for people. Um, and I don't think that's healthy. Like, like I don't date that way, but not only did they expect me to treat their friends that way, I mean treat treat the girl I was seeing that way, which I never would, they expected me to treat them that way and show out for them. And, um, if I'm not going to kiss the girl I'm with, but like the friends are just going to be treated like regular people. Um, and that was somehow offensive to a lot of them, <laughs> but that's because the world doesn't treat, you know, women of a certain age, like regular people and they don't know that but it's funny one consistent demographic of wives um of of one consistent demographic of my girlfriend's associates who did appreciate me was older women who had been run through by awful guys (laughs) like those women older women who'd been run through by awful guys got to see my quality and like (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like, they were like, gosh, I wish I would have gotten with this guy when I was 25, as opposed to like, you know, all the, the, the jerks I dated, because it turns out that I like, if proof is in results, like I said, my results are pretty good. I have three great kids a great marriage and like a nice house. And by the way, if you support anything I'm doing, including the quality of wisdom I'm dropping right now, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com and kick in five, 15 or $50 a month for me to kind of continue to drop the quality of both political wisdom on Thursday and free game on Monday that you might not get at, um, you know, at the local bar, right? And also subscribe. If you've watched my videos and haven't subscribed, you need to get on that right now and hit that bell go go get on that right now and uh i'll see you on thursday i'm gonna talk about something completely different um but i just wanted to tell you i just wanted to give you the green light if you think you might have to get tough with your significant other about her friends without cutting her off from her friends because you don't want to be cold and say like you can't see your friends but you might have to get tough about like you can see your friends, they're trash. And this, these are all the reasons why they're trash. Or you might have to get tough with the friends themselves. Just go directly to the, to the horse, right? And <laughs> the horse, not the other word. Um, and, and tell them that these are the reasons why you're bad at relationships. And these are the reasons why all of y'all are like, also like bad friends and give bad advice. You might have to do that just to shut them all up. And I would do it publicly um so everybody can see everybody else and compare notes i do remember when i had to like when i did have to like take out all of my fiance's friends their significant others my friends significant others were in kind of a tough spot because they read the email <laughs> that i sent the ball saying like you all need to shut up about these things and you're wrong about this. They all read that and said like, well, he's kind of right about like, blank and blank and blank and blank and blank and blank. and blank. So like, I, I, I caused a little bit of a stir, but I got, you know, what I needed out of the situation. And I think everyone was healed. Um, it, was, it was like, a, it was, I kind of gave chemo. <laughs> um, I kind of gave it like that like to, like to, the, to the whole friendship network, lest they keep like giving each other cancer. So I, I think, uh, you know, bad relationships are a communicable diseases, And I tried to, I tried to, you know, as the antibiotic that kind of cleared up some of the, some of the nonsense that was floating around that circle, both about me and life. And, um, so I don't know, I don't know what to do with like the, 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 the problem of either bluesy black women in, in their twenties or, um liberal white women in their 20s i think the world has just set them up to be you know awful but i'm just telling you it's okay if you need to find an answer to yourself that means offending a whole bunch of them um but notice at no point in time did i ever say you can't hang out with your friends but i did have to say that all of your friends are trash except for like and i was specific so it wouldn't be all it would be like these friends all trash and give trash advice and and this is why and you'll thank me in 20 years or you won't thank me you'll listen to them but then reflect back in 20 years about how i was just right and now that's 20 years later or whatever it turns out that i was i was thank you for your time i will see you on thursday bye